Welcome. Welcome, everybody, back. It's Wednesday, my dudes. Uh, that's for the young kids. Those are for the kids who know what's going on with the memes. Um, sup? What's going on? How's your week been? It's only Tuesday, or it's Wednesday now, and uh, I already want to fucking punch myself in the face. Yep, 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 yep. Well, like I said last time on uh, Tuesday, I'm sorry, I don't mean to keep saying it like that, on Tuesday, Tuesday, uh, I said that Wednesdays were going to be uh, Q and A days, so I put it out there. I put it out to the put it out to the to the gram to the to the Instagram. Everyone knows what the gram is. You fucking idiot! I put it out to the gram, and uh, and I got some I got some questions. Got a lot of them from my friends. Um, that was. I appreciate it, but I can't, I can't, uh, I can't ask on my podcast, Michelle, who Sue Wu is. Um, that's an international blood call and I'm not affiliated with any gang. And, uh, if, uh, if you want to find a funny video on who Sue Wu is or happens to be, you should go watch Crip Advice with a high C on YouTube. That's funny. Um, but I did get some questions. I did get some questions, and I actually got uh, an email. So we'll uh, <coughs> we'll take it one at a time. But uh, most important, most important question right off the bat: How are you? How are you doing on this Wednesday? Uh, I'm doing I'm doing okay. I mean, it's it's Wednesday, middle of the week. You know, still got a couple days left. Uh, I took this weekend off of work so I can go support my dogs at the uh, Renatus CrossFit or CrossFit Renatus up in Hemet because uh, my boy Corey is going to be competing and I'm going to watch him compete before he this is the last competition before he goes and uh, enlists in the in the army. That's going to happen soon for him. And just just a little bit ago, we didn't even know if it was possible. He finally did it. So look at that. He's he's on his way. <sighs> it's been, you know, it's been good. I can't really complain. The most important part is figuring out what it is that you're grateful for instead of turning it around and finding out what you absolutely fucking hate out of the day. Trust me. It's much much happier if you are mindful and figure out what you like. So let's start. Let's start. So some of the questions I got on Instagram, a lot of them, a lot of them were about challenges, mental blocks, fears. Um, I'll kind of go through them, but one of the, one of the first questions that I got were, what are the biggest challenges that you face in your everyday life? And what do you do to overcome them? I I would have to say that 
some of the biggest challenges that I face every day are, uh, are kind of just really have to do with uh, apathy, just not caring about, uh, not caring about everything on the spectrum, just caring about certain things. And I, it, it, it kind of puts me in a, in a bad position where, you know, I'm, I'm, I mean, obviously, I don't know what's the statistic. I think it's like 80% of Americans don't like their jobs or don't like what they do for work. And I'm part of that. So naturally, naturally, I'm going to get distracted at work and I shouldn't being a responsible person, responsible adult, excuse me, while I take a drink, being a responsible person, responsible adult, you should, you know, focus and and care about what it is that you do. And I, I've definitely been trying to do a little bit of a better job at that. Um, so I definitely say being apathetic towards the things that I don't want to do. You know, I got it tattooed on my arm. You know, today I will do what others won't. So tomorrow I can do what others can't. You know, that means that means something. That means being able to do it all. And regardless of whether or not you want to do it, you you, you got to do it. Um, I, I would just say overall kind of, kind of boredom, you know, boredom and I, okay, not boredom, but I'm incredibly afraid every day of the fact that I seem to be wasting my time. Time is the only resource that you can't get back. And when you start thinking of it, time as a resource, kind of like in a interstellar. Murph, that that movie about Murph and going to space. But thinking about think about time as a resource. I gotta think about it. Um, Matthew McConaughey going out into space, being a space cowboy. Uh, thinking about time as a resource. That's one of those things that you can't get back. And when you start thinking about it that way, it can really mess mess with your mind. You know going down to going down to work and, and working you you'll spend six seven hours there and it comes out and you feel like you spent 27 years on uh on planet work and it you know it's terrifying because it's there's a lot of things that i feel like i should be doing with my time like training, like podcasting, like writing and reading and learning and learning and being a better all around person. I definitely think that that's something that I should be investing in, something I should be doing. But the fact that, you know, my time is taken up by other things that I can't really focus on it. That's where that first, uh, that, that apathetic part of it comes where it's, I don't care about what I'm doing because it's wasting my time. And I hate the fact that it's wasting my time. So I'm I'm just kind of mad at the fact that it's wasting my time. So it's it's getting over the fear, that crippling fear of 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 feeling like I'm wasting my time. Time is a resource. Got to think about it that way. And uh, I don't know. It's that that's probably the biggest thing. I, I feel like I could be doing more. I could be doing better stuff in regards to the things that I like doing and what I want to do things that 
you know, those big three that I talked about, those, those big three goals that I have, there's so only a certain amount of hours in a day. And, uh, one of those hours costs seven years and, you know, you can't really, can't really mess around with that. Um, I would say the thing that I do to overcome the apathy and the fear of losing my time, it's, uh, it's focusing on the opportunities at hand to improve at the things that I'm passionate about. So when I'm here and I'm sitting down and I'm recording and editing, putting it all together, putting it up on, you know, online, you know, I'm, I'm taking the time to want to improve and I take that time and I really cherish it. I love doing this and training, going out to train and, and, uh, all those small opportunities that I get, uh, the fact you got to, ch- <laughs> it's, uh, you got to change your, you got to change your get to's. Oh no, your have to's into get to's. So instead of saying, Oh, I, I have to go home and I have to record a podcast. No, I get to, I have to do this shitty set of squats at 98% and do it for a triple. No, no, you get to son, you get to do that. Um, so yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's definitely, that's definitely a big thing. Making sure that you're, that you're cherishing the time that you have and, and making, making the time that you have with the things that make you happy, making sure that you're doing everything you can. Um, I got, uh, another question. Got another question. Someone asked me, who are my idols? You know, I like the question. It's pretty broad. Uh, I would assume that because we're talking about idols, it would be who are my weightlifting idols. Um, but I'll kind of go into all of it. You know what I'm saying? Um, weightlifting idols. I would definitely have to say, I definitely have to say, you know, those old guys, those, the, the, the guys that I kind of started watching when I first started getting into weightlifting were like, <clears throat> that's what I want to do. Like the Yanni Marchikovs and the, uh, and the Stefan Botev, like Stefan Botev, watching him jerk that crisp, very shallow, fast jerk. It's something I try to emulate my jerk like, and I've only done it. I attempted to do it, attempted to recreate it really recently. And it's, it's definitely those, those guys, those guys at the, at the peak, you know, all those, all the Bulgarians and all those, all those. Yeah. They're all Bulgarians. Like, like Stefan, Stefan Yanni was, he was from Bulgaria and then he left and he changed into Jaber Saeed Salem. Um, Andre Chemerkin, the guy weighed like 700 pounds. He was from Russia. Uh, basically, Basically, anybody on those Iron Mind videos, if you go on YouTube and look up Iron Mind, all those videos of those guys. I mean, obviously the new guys too. Like, there's there's some really cool, there's some really 
talented and, and extraordinary people. Like, I don't know if you saw it, but Lasha snatched, Lasha snatched 210 in the back, in the training hall before the European Championship and cleaned jerk 245 for like three. And it's, that dude's about to break some records. He's about to break, smash some records. Like, obviously, obviously that's, that's goals. Those are some goals, but I don't know. I don't know how realistic I can, realistically, I don't know how close I can get. Uh, I'll come in a very close second, I hope, because that dude is nuts. Um, as far as like idols and like my everyday, and maybe it loves like podcasting idols. I mean, Bill Burr, Bill Burr's hilarious. I've been, uh, I've been listening to his podcast for for a couple years now, and it's you know that's one of those things that got me into it. Um, you know, I would say, I would say, who's a who's my idol? Who's my hero? Uh, my dad. My dad. My dad's my hero. I don't know if you guys got the reference, but that's that video of Tom Brady saying that his dad is his hero. Um, everyday life. I mean, it, it's uh, everyday idol. Oh man, that's a loaded question. I'll come back to that one. This question, this question was something that some that something that someone sent in. And I thought it was pretty interesting. I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, it was, how do you overcome your fears, especially if you're afraid of trying? If, if trying is a thing that you're afraid of. Uh, that's definitely, that's definitely a, a big, a big question. So we'll, we'll break it down. I think first the, most important is the most important part is is finding what it is that you're afraid of, understanding what it is that you're afraid of, and and accepting the fact that it does frighten you, that it does scare you, and it is something that it that that does intimidate you. I mean, as as a human being, as a human being, as a human being, we all have fears and and, and things that intimidate us and. Things that just <coughs> scare us rationally and irrationally. But if if you're more afraid of trying, if the thing that you're scared of the most is trying, I think that that's a bigger issue because because if you don't ever try, if you don't ever try, you won't ever, you can't find out ever if, if you can overcome that fear. Because that's all life is. It's, it's overcoming those fears and overcoming those fears and intimidations and situations and another word that ends with Asian all those things where if you have to 
if you have to attempt something, if you have to go for it, but you can't even try it, I mean, what are you really made of? How do you, how do you test yourself? How do you test yourself with, with who you are as a person, what your character is like, if, if you can't face the fact that, yeah, this is, this is, this is scary. This is something scary. And you know what? It, 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 it might, I might fail. I might lose. I might do something, but I'm not going to die. Granted, if what you're afraid of is like bears, yeah, I wouldn't suggest going to live and expose yourself with them. Like that's, that's a terrible situation. So don't do that. But if it's something that, yeah, if it's something like putting your art in an art show and failing or feeling like you're going to fail, like you're not going to sell one piece. How do you know? How do you know? There's something out there for everybody. Everybody likes something. Everybody likes something. I have, you know, kind of talking about Corey again. Like he just kind of had to put it out there and, and he was afraid that he wasn't going to get into the military and he could have stopped a long time ago. It took him five years, five years to just get in five years of, of trying to get medically cleared and he could have stopped. People were telling him no. And I'm sure. And and like we talked about it, he was afraid that he was going to have to find something else, but he was willing to try and overcome that and continue to try to get in and and look what happened. It, It happens. It works. So figure out what it is that you're afraid of and, and put them in, I mean, put them in a list of, of importance. It's kind of what we talked about on, on Monday of this week was what are the things that you have to do to become the person that you want to be? If one of those things scares you, but you have to do it to become a professional you you have to do it to become a, a a professional you why wouldn't you do it again it's not going to kill you it's not going to kill you it shouldn't but if you're willing to if you're willing to expose yourself and make yourself vulnerable there's there's nothing wrong with that. You can only learn from that. You learn from failure. You learn from. You learn from failure. You learn from victory. You learn from. Everything in between failure and victory. Everything that takes you left and right. And those fears and emotions. and All that's good for you. All that's, all that's good for you. That's just seasoning. That's just seasoning. Nobody likes bland chicken. Nobody does. And everybody out there going, bland chicken's kind of good. No, it's not. No, it's not. You put the salt, you put the pepper, you know, garlic salt, you know, a little paprika, little, little, just little bits of onion salt and garlic powder, a lot of it. All that stuff makes it better. And all those emotions, all those, all those experiences, that's going to make you a more well-rounded seasoned individual 
And the older you get, the more seeds you're going to be. And then when you die, whenever somebody eats you, you're going to be delicious. Oh, gosh. What did I say? That was so dumb. (laughs) All right. Moving forward. Pressing on here. Um, one of the questions that I got from my, from my guy, from my guy, and, uh, hopefully he's not too mad at me, uh, because I would be pretty pissed. (laughs) Um, my guy, Brendan, Brendan, if you're listening to this, I appreciate you. Um, Brendan's my dog from from uh, my 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 brother from another mother. He's one of those guys. Oh, oh! Someone just asked another question. Okay, I'm a dog. I'm a dog. Um, Brendan sent me some messages oh, a couple, like a month or so ago, and I didn't answer them. And then when I asked the question yesterday, he was pretty pissed. So, <laughs> so uh, I'm going to answer those. Uh, he sent me three. I'm going to do two. Because um, of time, Brendan. Uh, his first question was, but again, it's kind of similar to the other things, but I mean, this one ties into training. So this one I can kind of talk about from a little bit more experience. How do you overcome mental blocks in training? As my, as my beautiful, amazing, wonderful coach would say, uh, and I know most of the time she's joking about it, uh, but sometimes her jokes kind of sting. And that's what makes them good. Um, She tells me to suck it up and show her. So breaking it down, you can say a lot. You can tell yourself, you can tell your coach, you can tell your mom, dad, girlfriend, whoever, whomstever, about all the things that you're going to do. All the things that you're trying to do. And in in a training situation, obviously, you're going to tell your coach, you'll tell your partners, you're going to tell everybody around you, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. But have you made that commitment to yourself? So Sage will tell me all the time that she wants me to show her. And we've had conversation after conversation, especially after I got hurt, how, you know, I told her how I wanted to come back. I was going to come back stronger, but you know, those actions speak louder than words. And on the back end, yeah, on the front end, I was telling her, Hey, I want to come back hundred percent. I want to be better. But on the back end here, I was being a mopey little bitch and I wasn't doing anything about it. And she called me out on it. And I thought that I thought that it was a shot and a jab at me. Like, like stop being a little bitch. It's time to grow up. Like this is real now. And I took it that way. I took it the wrong way where I took it. Like she's trying to kick me while I'm down. And 
that's not something that a coach should do. So I got angry and I got mad and it was, and it was my own fault because all she wanted me to do was be about it. Don't talk about it. Just be about it. And I guess overcoming those mental, those, those mental blocks and training is depends on the mental block, but you can apply that to, to every situation. You know, if you're not, if you're not, progressing if you're plateauing are you gonna are you gonna talk about how you're gonna get through this plateau or are you gonna be about it are you going to talk about how you're gonna do good on the platform or are you gonna be about it are you gonna talk about how good you're gonna be at the end of all this or are you gonna be about it the other thing that uh the other thing when it comes to those mental blocks is if you have those, like if you have mental blocks, if you if you do get tired with something, if you do get tired with with training, with being an athlete, with the weight of the world, if you get tired of anything, you need to learn the difference between resting and quitting. Learn how to rest and not to quit because I find that to be the case with a lot of people where yeah you're gonna have a mental block things are gonna get shitty things are gonna get really bad really quickly and they'll get worse quick just quicker if, if you allow them to but you need to be able to take a break and assess the situation and assess what is it that's the problem and how do we come back from it how do we tackle it you know one inch at a time, one kilo at a time, one paintbrush stroke at a time, one, one, you know, one frame of video at a time, anything that you love doing, how do you tackle it one, one at a time? You don't have to bust ass and do it all at one time. Learn how to take it easy. Learn how to quit. Learn how to have balance. No, don't learn how to quit. <laughs> Sorry. Learn how to take it easy. Learn how to have balance. Learn how to rest and not to quit. Learn how to take everything one step at a time. Because if you're in the middle of a rut, if you're in the middle of a rut and you've been in the middle of a rut for six months and you expect things to get better like like that, I got some news for you. It's not, it's not going to happen. It's really not. But think of think of that mental block as as a think of that mental block as a giant redwood tree. Giant redwood tree. You're gonna take an axe to it because you're gonna try to chop it down, even though I think it might be illegal. You're gonna try to chop it down. You're gonna chop it down in one swoop. Unless you're Paul Bunny and it's not working. You're not gonna chop the redwood tree down in one swoop. The other thing is, are you going to chop that redwood tree down if you hit if you hit it all along the trunk in a million different places? No. It won't. It won't come down. You have to chop and chop and chop in the same place for a really long time before that whole barrier comes down. That's how you deal with mental blocks, Brendan. 
Um, and then Brendan asks, which is better, a good atmosphere or a good coach? I've been in the presence of both. I've definitely been in the presence of both. Uh, when I first started weightlifting, I was in a great atmosphere. Not to say that the atmosphere I'm in is not just as good or better. Totally different situation. But my the first time, when I first started weightlifting, I started weightlifting at an EOS. Like a Gold's Gym in front of all the Zumba ladies. And they would cry and complain and try to get me kicked out. So... From there, we met our first coach, and our first coach had his own garage gym. He would let us come over, let us do our thing, and, you know, he was a, he, he got us to the point where, he got me to the point where I had worked hard and did really good at some meets and was moving forward. Um, dialed my, dialed my technique in from what it was, and, and uh, I think gradually, gradually, uh, I took a step back. And allowed me to, you know, work and do it myself. But at the same time, I was in a good atmosphere because I was with my, I was working with my two best friends and my girlfriend. Like we were all training together in the garage and it was a hell of a time. It was just us three. You know, you can't beat that. You're just your buds, your buds and your, and your girl. You can't, you can't beat that. Um, but unless, unless there's someone there beside yourself actively pushing you you know it's a little bit hard to to have that bit of distinction on am i am i getting better or am i just am i having you know a, a good sense of fun and you know we did both but i was really appreciative of the atmosphere and and i learned a lot from my friends and i watched them grow as athletes and it was just a good place to be around then all of a sudden we switched coaches and I started getting coached by Sage and uh, and holy shit man did uh, did everything start taking off a little bit more I I got you know when just when I thought that I was good at what I was doing she kind of came in and was like nope you suck she didn't say that but it was like, no, you're trash. You need to start completely over. And that's what we did. And, and starting from the ground up, I'm, I'm glad that I had a good coach there to, to do that. Someone who paid attention to those intricate details. Um, and now, you know, down the road, I am very thankful for the fact that I've had, you know, I've had Sage coach me because she cares a lot about how you know she cares about how the she cares about the smallest details because those smallest the smallest details end up end up adding up into one whole the smallest details of a lift can be the reason why you miss or make the lift someone who sweats those and I'm glad that she sweats all over those and, and gets me and pushes me to where I'm at. And I'm only there because of the fact that she 
has worked with me and, and has been such a great coach. Now, the atmosphere with our team now, it's not it's not bad and it's it's great all the time, but it is different. This this atmosphere is a lot more serious and professional and and I, I dig this one because of the fact that I feel like we're taking steps we're taking steps forward. It's not just lifting in a garage with my buddies. It's it's lifting in a garage, but it's with other people who are taking it just as serious as I am. And I really do think you need a good mix of both, but but I, I think the only reason why you attract such a good atmosphere is because of the coach that you have. So if I had to make a choice between a good atmosphere or a good coach, I would definitely choose a good coach first and then the atmosphere that comes along with it. And if the good atmosphere doesn't come along with it, at least you have a good coach and you need to stop being such a pretentious little dick and just learn how to lift because not everyone out there is going to like you. I love, I loved weightlifting in the garage with my buddies and I'm very thankful for my first coach and where, you know, where it got me. And now it's completely different and it's a, it's a new life. It's a new training. It's, it's everything's new. And, and I love everything about my coach and about my team and about my atmosphere. Now it's, there's, it's different, but it's the same. So it's like same, same, but different, but different and same, same at the same time. So yeah, I guess that makes sense, right? All right, Brendan. So there are questions, bud. Love you. Thanks for thanks for being thanks for being my dog. Um I don't know. Okay, so my buddy, this guy, just followed me right now. Uh what equipment would you get if money wasn't an issue? Max one to three things. If money wasn't an issue? Shit. Wait, does it, does, what does one thing constitute? Because if it was max one to three things, shit, money is not an issue. All right. I would get, I would, I mean, God, I would get the Rogue Pyros bar. I have that bar. That's the competition bar that they use at, all the national all the national and american open events but i guess i'm not thinking big <laughs> idiot um i would definitely get either the rogue pyros bar if you're thinking about doing you know uh like american opens and national championships because that's what they use in the u.s um but i think international i think they use usaka or Alico, I mean, you can't, I think it's, what are they training with at the training hall right now? I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it's Alico. Let's see. I mean, you can't really go wrong. Yeah, it's Alico. So Alico bar, Alico bar, um, Alico bar. 
Um, you definitely need a set of weights. So, gosh, am I being an Alico elitist right now? You got to do the Alico, Alico Olympic weightlifting bar. Um, depends on on how much on how much weight you lift, but uh, definitely. I mean, I used Sarah's Alico plates in her garage. Those shit, those shits were the best. Um, so the Alico weightlifting, like the competition plates or the training plates, oh the discs different they're the discs got them um and then i mean what else do you get i mean you gotta have a squat rack because i mean weightlifting is pretty much i mean you the squat rack you can do jerks you can do snatch balances you can do front squats back squats fuck dude that's really all you need to be a weightlifter too um and a squat rack. Uh, personally, Coach B has a set of Iron Mind. He has like two or three sets of Iron Mind squat racks in his gym, and I use the same one every time. And if you could find an Iron Mind, uh, Iron Mind set of uh, squat rack, and it's the ones that are two like independent racks where you can move them around, and they have like a round little bottom to it. Those are the best squat. That, that's what I squatted my my uh, my back squat PR on, and two those things have never budged an inch. I tried squatting like four or five hundred pounds in the garage downstairs, and the squat rack I got is a little wobbly, a little scary. All right, so to sum it all up, uh, uh, the Alico Olympic weightlifting bar training bar or competition bar if money's not an issue dude just go for it send it oh i had a kid at work say send it like with every sentence it's ridiculous um so full send on the olympic weightlifting bar the olympic weightlifting discs from alico uh, but i really like any discs will do but if money's not an issue why not and then a squat rack iron mine squat rack I mean, money's not an issue. You could definitely go to Home Depot and build a platform. Platform costs like 200 bucks to make. So that's cool. All in all, you're going to spend maybe... Shoot. Money's no thing. Easily like seven or eight grand on those three things. Um, excited. Uh, so thank you. Thank you for putting that one on, adding that question right before, uh, right before the story died. That was, I appreciate that. I'll answer that. I'll send you a message. Full metal lifter. All right. So last thing, last thing I got, last thing I got was the uh email the advice and um this is something i've been looking forward to since uh i started doing this because i like just talking to people getting to know people and sometimes people sometimes people need a a kick right in the ass so 
who knows? Maybe I'll learn something. Hopefully this person learns something, but um, hopefully we all learn something. So the uh, need advice. Hey, Caesar, love the podcast. Uh, I was wondering if you'd give me some advice on some stuff. I can't seem to find motivation to do the things that I must anymore. I'm going back to school. I have a job and I'm just lost. I'm kind of spiraling, spiraling into an abyss of inactivity and I'm just losing grip on my life. What can I do to find some direction, if not make the best with what I have and where I'm headed? Well, gosh, for the first one, I was pretty loaded. Goodness. Okay. So, here we go. I guess the most important thing, the most important thing is understanding there's a difference between motivation and being motivated and being driven. The difference between the two is that motivation comes sparingly, kind of like kind of like a drug. You know, you take a pain pill, you're going to not hurt for a little bit. But it's the, the, the underlying issue is there. Being motivated wears off. So it's going to wear off easily. So understandably, if you can't find motivation in, in anything, it's... It's probably because the motivation that you have is, is wearing off a lot sooner. Being driven is a different thing. It's being driven to, to find that thing that kind of that that gets your ass in the gear, that kicks your ass in the gear. That's different. You know, there's there's something that I read. It was uh, the reason why it's so hard to wake up in the morning. And I kind of like wholeheartedly believe this is the fact that it's hard to wake up early in the morning or just wake up early at all because most people don't wake up for anything or they don't wake up for something that kind of drives them or motivates them. Um, I've single-handedly experienced it. You know, there's times where like tomorrow, like tomorrow morning, I have to go and I have to go and train. Uh, I have to go and train at uh, CrossFit Marietta at uh, six in the morning, like six six fifteen in the morning, and I can wake up. I don't even need an alarm for that. Like I'll wake up like that, get ready, go down, you know, get ready, go to the bathroom, get ready, go and train and be done, and then come home and and be ready to go. Um, and then everything kind of dumps off when I have to go get ready for work. But I have no problem waking up for training. I have no problem waking up early on weekends after falling asleep really late waiting for waiting for Bailey. Because I get to wake up and do the things that I, I love to do. On the other hand, some days when most days when I have to wake up and go to work, that's it's hard. <laughs> that's a hard thing to do. You know, for me, I have to get up and I have to drive for about an hour to go to work. And it's not, it's not a fun drive. And then I have to drive that hour back home. It's just deal with people. And, you know, that's not something that's fun. So understandably, 
not being able to wake up for that, not my ass is getting into gear for that. You know, I get it. So I can get where I can get where your motivation is. You're losing that motivation. You can't find that motivation. I mean, you, you said it. I mean, if, if you're lost, you're lost, but that doesn't mean that, that you can't, that you can't find yourself. And I think that's the, that's the biggest thing. It's, it's, I mean, you said right there that you're spiraling into an abyss of inactivity. So by not doing anything, by not moving forward, you're just kind of stuck in the middle by not moving in any direction. There's nothing pulling you, you know, there's nothing pushing you. There's nothing driving you to want to wanna experience new things. You're just stuck in the routine of going to school, going to work, you know, that's, that's rough. That's rough. That's, that's life for a lot of, a lot of, I don't know how old you are, but that's life for a lot of young adults. It's life for a lot of adults and a lot of older, you know, are older adults who are stuck with work and kids and all that kind of jazz. You know, it's losing grip on, on life is, is definitely a, a, a good way to put it where, you know, sometimes if you don't feel like you're at the wheel of your own life, you can just kind of skate by and, and before you know it, you're, you've been coasting on autopilot for a long time. So I guess, I guess the thing that you can do with, with finding some direction, finding some direction is you need to reset. You need to give yourself time to reset or rejuvenate by trying something new try something new try something you haven't done before you know if you're if you're stuck doing the same old things fucking throw a throw a wrench into the mix throw a wrench in that in that chain and 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 break that chain you know you gotta you gotta break that vicious cycle of of that grip break that grip lose that grip Yeah. Break it. You got to you got to break that that cycle of that recursiveness, that mediocrity, that not mediocrity. That's different. That's different. It's a different word. Monotony. That's the word, monotony. There's a lot of things that become monotonous over time. So, you have to snap out of that monotony of of everyday life and and excite yourself again. Rejuvenate who you are inside and and bust ass, you know, bust some ass. You know, I'm, I love what I do. I love, I love weightlifting. I love podcasting. If I didn't have, if I didn't start something completely different two, two and a half years ago when I, when I started weightlifting and I just wanted to do this and I just wanted to be a weightlifter, if, if I hadn't thrown something that I could, get good at and and just challenge myself that was breaking the monotony of every single you know of every day of just going to school and going to work I don't know where I'd be today I definitely wouldn't be in a good situation I'd probably be in the same place (laughs) probably be a lot worse off to be honest but you know I'm 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 an advocate for for weightlifting me because 
weightlifting is going to show you there's always something you can do to get better. Even the smallest detail, you're going to get better. You focus on the small things, you'll get better. So, you know, try weightlifting. Try, you know, go to the gym. Go to the gym, try weightlifting. Find a coach, hit me up, talk to me. I'll talk to you. I'll help you out with weightlifting. If weightlifting's not your thing, you know, if sports aren't your thing, try writing, try reading, challenge yourself to read a full book, you know, read a full book in a week on top of what you have to read for school, you know, read something you want to read. If it's work, if it's work and, and, you know, do something, do something different at work, challenge yourself at work, be better than, than your coworkers because you want to, or if, 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 you're on the brink of wanting to leave anyway and change up your entire life. If you're in a position to where you can change your life, change your life. No one can tell you no. No one can tell you no, you can't change your life. No one can tell you, hey, you're crazy, bro. You're going to, you're going to, or sis, bro or sis, whoever sent this. No one can say, hey, you shouldn't do that. It's unsafe. Fuck yeah. But you know what? It's unsafe to, it's unsafe sitting here. I could die from an aneurysm right now. You know, it's, it's one of those things where it's, there's nothing that could really, I mean, what's the worst that can happen? You die and it's not even your problem anymore. Just throw my body in the trash. <laughs> I guess the most important thing is change up your routine. Change up. So, yeah, throw yourself a change up. Throw yourself a change up. Change what it is that you do. If you want to escape the monotony of everyday life, you have to you have to think different and be different and and challenge yourself with with small little tasks or a big goal or something you want to learn, something you want to do. If if it's people in your life and people are holding you back, you know, sometimes you got to make the hard decision. That's all life is. It's, it's, it's a jumble of hard, uncomfortable, painful decisions. And then you get a few cool, good ones here and there. But what's, what's the good without the bad, you know, who knows, who knows what could happen? I don't, but, uh, but I definitely think you need to do something different. Change it up a little bit. Change it up and, and get out of that that vicious, vicious cycle of monotony. I know that a lot of people are probably struggling with that. But uh, I think that's just that's the easiest thing you can do. Change, change something up. Your diet, your diet, your activity, your passion your people, whatever you want, change it up. When variety is the spice of life. If, uh, again, nobody likes bland chicken. If you're eating the same bland, disgusting oven baked chicken every day with no salt and pepper on it, at least salt and pepper on it. I mean, at some point you're going to look at that chicken and you're going to punch yourself in the face. So, Go get some of that seasoning. Go go make your life delicious. Go make your 
go make your your person and, and body and and your mind go go season your mind so that's it that's a podcast went a little bit longer than expected so that's kind of cool um you know i think i, I want to keep wednesdays as the q a day or yeah that'd be tight um so start sending me emails guys jesus i just need more emails i need i want to talk to people i want to hear your problems because i want to talk to you about your problems i tell you about my problems all the time let me talk to you about yours uh yeah so that's the podcast everybody uh happy wednesday i hope i hope your wednesday goes goes well wherever you're doing listening to this on the car ride to work back from work at work trying to waste some time i'm uh i'm glad that you wasted your time with me um yeah go forth and season your life everybody that's the best thing that you can do for yourself throw some seasoning on it um i love you guys i will talk to you tomorrow on thursday for all my national level weightlifters today is the last day that you can register for nationals tomorrow by well, today's the last full day tomorrow by 2 p.m mountain standard time so go get it and uh i'll see you i'll see you guys at nationals um but i'll talk to everybody on thursday and sometime over the weekend and then monday back at it again uh later everybody have a have a good rest of your day <laughs>